And so the situation was this. Herod was ruling. He was one of the small rulers in the Greco-Roman Empire, and he was a bad guy. I think he probably suffered from self-esteem. He did not, he was afraid that he was not all that he held himself up to be. So he needed to prove how strong and how powerful he was, including being threatened by a newborn baby. And so that when he heard there was a child that was born to be king, he decided the only sensible thing to do was to eliminate all the young children. To Herod, now this made sense. This was a situation he could control because how could infants and toddlers fight back? And so Herod went on a plan to wipe out all the two-year-olds and under. Now to us that is unthinkable. It's something we can barely even find ourselves to talk about. We don't like this passage in Matthew. We like to skip right from the three kings came and brought gifts to the baptism of Jesus, and we like to make that leap and forget this piece in between. But it's part of our story. That there was somebody who was so power hungry and so caught up to control the world that he would go out and destroy the young children. But fortunately, Joseph, being the faithful and astute father that he was, listened to those admonitions given to him by the angels and took his family, Mary and Jesus, and left for Egypt, where they could take refuge until it was safe to return to their home country. Now, it seems like there are times when there are despots like Herod who want to control the world and to put their power upon all people and send people in fear scurrying from their countries to a place of safety. And there are those who take refuge in another land to find safety. Now all of us being on these beautiful, in this beautiful land that we call the United States of America, the majority of us sitting in this room have come here because we have been immigrants, because we have come and sought refuge in a place where there was hope and there was promise. There are a few of us who are native to this land, but most of us have come because there has been some major powerful force in other countries that have forced us, whether by our will or not, to come to this country. A land where we, have, we, we seek refuge still. And we struggle with that <coughs> because we no longer think of ourselves as refugees, 
But my family has always reminded me of my grandmothers um, who came from Canada, illegally I might add, but uh, one over the frozen St. Lawrence River at night so they could come into New York and find a place where there, is, there was work and they could eke out a living to support their children. And my grandmother remembered bundling up at night and being put on this sled with all the family's belongings as they trudged across the river to a new beginning. Now, we struggle with this because we like to think that we are secure people living in a secure world. And yet, if we look at the history that our scriptures invite us into looking at, we realize that people in all times and all places have faced these imbalances. They have faced the time when there were people who rose up in power and were so power hungry that they abused the people in their care. And there are those who fled, and there are those who welcomed. Our favorite claim for our church comes from Matthew, that you were a stranger. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. To be a stranger in our midst means you are part of us, that we welcome you in, that we will hold you, that we will listen to your story, that we will journey with you, that we will keep you safe. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. Now, we're not sure exactly what sort of reception Joseph and Mary and Jesus received in Egypt. We don't have anything written on our scriptures but we know that they were safely there for a number of years until they were told it was safe to return. And so in this broken world, where today we still have power-hungry leaders who abuse those under their control, when we still have people who are fleeing and seeking refuge in other places, and we still have people or finding a way to share out of their abundance so that others might be made whole. whole. And so we are still at the hand of Herod. We are still called to be a people whose hearts are bound with those who flee. We are still called to be a people to have hearts who welcome those who are the other. And certainly today, the day after a swastika was painted on the storage trailer in the parking lot, right behind the Korean War Memorial, right across the street from us, right at the playground where all the children in town come to play at Kids Connection. The day after that, we need to rise up and claim that all are welcome that we need to find a way to teach others 
that no matter what your difference is, you're welcome here in Billerica. That your difference somehow adds to our sense of community. That your difference is something we can embrace. And that as people who believe that I was a stranger and you welcomed me as those people, we might find a way to create safety and welcome for all. And it comes from education, because as we've talked about many, many times, we fear that what we do not know. And if we are living in a community where folks are so caught up in fear because they do not have experience of the others, it's our job to educate, to welcome, to teach, to let people have an experience of the other so that we might have a community that is safe for all. Jesus tells us to welcome the stranger. Whether they look like us, believe like us, talk like us, no matter who that stranger is, we need to be that community that brings them in, welcomes them in, so that together we might be able to form a blessed community that can build that kingdom that Jesus calls us to build. In that kingdom, Jesus says, reject the ways of Herod. Jesus says, throw open those doors of welcome, feed the hungry, care for the sick, clothe the naked, visit the imprisoned, and come together so that we might be that safety net that truly can build the kingdom of God. May it be so here in Billerica, so that it can be so in the world. Amen.